One of the taboo topics in our culture is death and dying. When this topic comes up, we can't always be confident that the other person actually believes that there is life after death. They might actually think that when one dies, that's the end. Remember the Looney Tunes cartoon? That's all, folks. The idea of an immortal soul that has an eternal destiny, it's no longer a commonly held conviction. To understand what John the Evangelist is giving us here in this very significant passage, we need to first consider the timeline of the ministry of Jesus. For John, this is the sixth of seven miracles that Jesus performs to support his claim to give life. Now, Jesus had already proved himself to be at least as great as the prophets Elijah and Elisha, both of whom had raised the dead. Recall that in Mark, Jesus had raised the dead daughter of Jairus. And in Luke, Jesus had raised the dead son of the widow of Nain. But those miracles were not done in Jerusalem. The leadership in Jerusalem could manage to somewhat ignore this troublesome prophet. Now keep in mind that Bethany, the village of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, was just two miles east of Jerusalem. And so a major event that there would become big news in Jerusalem. The raising of Lazarus from the dead is so dramatic. It is only surpassed by the climactic resurrection of Jesus himself, which he called the sign of Jonah. So this astounding event of Lazarus walking out of the tomb served, I believe, as the event that would confront the Jews in Jerusalem to force people to get off the fence, to come down on one side or the other in regard to the identity of Jesus. Are we to believe in Jesus and his claim to be the Son of God or not? Our Christian religion is the only religion in the world that provides a founder who claims that he rose from the dead. Many people, often younger people who have walked away from religion, consider this story just a myth. A survey done by the Pew Center found that 82% of the number of millennials who have left religion have done so because of a perceived contradiction between faith and science. But actually, in our scientific age, we have access to many fascinating accounts from persons who have experienced clinical death and yet were resuscitated. These can serve as valid indicators that the human soul does exist and does live beyond death. I would like to share with you some information about this from a priest named Father Robert Spitzer. Father Spitzer is a very exceptional priest. He served as president of Gonzaga University for 11 years, has a PhD in philosophy from Catholic University. He has established an educational institution, the Magis Center, whose mission is 
to turn the tide of unbelief in our culture through contemporary, rational, and science-based evidence. That center provides educational resources for clergy, teachers, and catechists to present to people of all ages, especially middle school and high school students who need to have scientific arguments to use when confronting a secular educational system. Father Spitzer speaks and debates these issues at the highest levels all, all over the world. He has an EWTN show entitled Father Spitzer's Universe. He has also lost 95% of his sight. Some of Father Spitzer's most fascinating pre presentations are about the evidence of life after death. He explains how, how now there are thousands of testimonies from individuals who have had out-of-the-body experiences and returned after being pronounced dead by professionals, medical professionals. He has studied them for years. In fact, did you now know that there's a full department of the University of Virginia Medical School that studies valid scientific reports of these near-death experiences? He says that 20% of adults and 85% of children who have had these experiences remember them. He says that they can be considered believable in four ways. First, studies of reports of out-of-body experiences can be verified. For example, he cites the story of a woman who remembered that she floated out of her body when she was declared dead on a surgical table. She rose above the hospital and she could describe a shoe which had fallen on a roof ledge that had a hole in it and a toe and a missing shoelace. Researchers were able to find that shoe when they checked out the roof ledge of the hospital. Many other cases, patient declared, patients declared clinically dead in hospitals remember that floating into rooms where they recount conversations that people in waiting rooms are having. Those conversations were verified. Some people only experience the out-of-the-body experiences on Earth. Other, another group experiences traveling to someplace out of this world. Most report having a positive experience. But about 4% report a negative experience. Cannot ver verify their reports, but those that remember hell describe it as, as it has been described by saints who have seen it. Secondly, a good number of blind people return to tell by visiting this other world. 81% of blind people, most who had been blind from birth, can see for the first time during these out-of-the-body experiences. They came back able to describe people and objects and shapes that they had never been able to visualize during their lives. Of course, this is very fascinating to Father Spitzer, who is now blind. Third, people who have had a positive experience have no death anxiety after they return. They describe seeing a white light, which bathes them wonderfully in love. Most of them call that white light Jesus or God. Children almost always have a blessed event. Seeing Jesus or God is a very loving person. 
Father Spitzer says the psychological research tests can demonstrate that even the most religious person will still have some anxiety about dying. However, those same tests demonstrate that people who have experienced traveling to other world have no anxiety about death ever again, not even the children. Fourth, many people meet relatives in this other world. Often, they didn't even know these relatives, but can return giving facts about them that can be verified. You may remember, you may have read the book or seen the movie, Heaven is for Real, about the four-year-old boy, Colton, who had this experience. He met a sister that his mother had miscarried. The parents had never told Clinton, Colton, about the miscarried baby. Summing up, Father Spitzer's website provides information about scores of research studies that provide much more information about these experiences. It, takes, it makes belief in an immortal soul and an afterlife world very reasonable. As he puts it, everyone has a transphysical soul. And so, we can truly rejoice as we journey towards Easter, the Sunday of the resurrection, that we can have hope that we will be able to live with him and to see all of our loved ones again in an eternity filled with light and love.